everybody. My name is Joe Shelton and I'm a singer, songwriter, music producer, and recording artist from Indianapolis, Indiana. Over the last year, I've stepped out and performed music on over 200 stages. Along the way though, I met a lot of great people that I didn't expect to. They were inspiring artists and songwriters and musicians. And I want to share all of that inspiration with you. So that's what this show is about. Moonshine equals love. Shine and love on the music. Moonshine and music starts now. Welcome to Moonshine and Music, Sydney Page. Hello, thank you for having me on, Joe. It's very nice to have you here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, um, the full disclosure beforehand is that the production company for the show is Nautilus Entertainment, and it is also both of our record companies. So, <laughs> I don't want anybody to think anything differently. Um, Sid, you uh, are from New Palestine. Is that where you've always lived? Yeah, pretty much. I uh, just spent a couple months in Orlando, lived down there for a while. Um, I was doing the Disney College program, so yeah. that was fun. Well, that's interesting. What, what's up with the Disney College program? What's that all about? It's crazy. It's a little insane. It's basically they take college kids and you get to work in the parks and um, just live in Orlando and you just work there and you get it. It's like an internship type thing. Um, I was a character attendant, so I worked in the entertainment department. Uh, and it was really fun. There are some crazy stories, but it was, it was interesting. So, uh, you know, you're basically, do you have to hang out with one of the people playing like Mickey Mouse or? I Basically, my job was to make sure that like Mickey got on and off stage on time, um, dealing with the lines, you know, cutting lines, making sure that their set times were right and that the amount of people in the lines fulfilled that. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of timing, and I was the only person at Disney World who got to tell the guest no, which isn't a good thing because they get very angry at you. They are in the happiest place on earth, and you just said no. So ugh. that's rough. rough. Yeah, and plus it's expensive. Like it's not like a cheap ticket yeah. to get into Disney World. Exactly. So if it's their day is not perfect, like I understand why they're not upset because they spent a lot of money to be there. I'm gonna make your day as magical as I can. So, how long did you do that? How long did that program last? Um, I did it for five months. Five months? Yeah, five months from like wow. January on. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about going back in the summer of next year. But yeah. just, because I didn't appreciate it when I was down there. I was kind of like, oh, you know, I'm at Disney World. Like, I, I did a little bit of it, but you know, I'm still following all the social media posts. And I'm like, man, I wish I would have done that. Or that seems pretty cool. I should go do that. And I'm not <laughs> Did you get there. to play any music while you were there? Um, a little bit. I did a couple open mics. Um, nothing too big. I mostly wrote a lot. Um, I did some recordings because I have a little home studio. So a lot of just trying to figure out what style I want to do next and you know what I want to make next. So uh, you know we usually get back to the roots. What is your? Uh, when did you start playing? And uh, I mean I know I know the story, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, those folks do not. I uh, got my first guitar when I was really young, but I started actually playing it uh, in seventh grade. And then I 
been writing songs since like fourth grade, just not knowing they were songs, just writing stories. But then I'm like, why did I just rhyme my story? And uh, then finally <laughs> I learned to play guitar and put them to music. And um, I'm, uh, people wouldn't describe me as a very emotional person. So it's a way for me to kind of deal with all my feelings and all that, because I'm a girl and I have a lot of feelings. Um, <laughs> contrary to the belief, so I do have feelings. Um, so yeah, it was a, especially through high school and stuff, being able to just write and get all my thoughts out there. And once I, I did a project called Fool's Gold in high school, um, which I where you mastered that. And uh, my guitar teacher, Todd Blower, he helped me make sure, you know, he helped me record it and everything. Um, so we put that out after I graduated and just kind of been playing some shows and writing music since. And Todd's the lead guitarist in my band, mm -hmm. and um, but I, I, I and he was also my guitar teacher, which I find just you yeah. know interesting. The uh, yesterday we were playing a show, and uh, he was very proud that you were going to be on this one. Yeah, uh, he was telling everybody that you were a student. My student's going to be on, so oh, that's cool. We have to talk about Todd a minute, mm -hmm. um, but he, um, you know, he brought uh, your your project to me, and. Um, I was taken aback by uh, how mature the songwriting was, and uh, I know that you have a song on there that's called uh, "True Romance," mm -hmm. and and that's the one that I really like, really clung on to first uh, when I heard it, and I I um, I know that you wrote that when you were like 14. Yes. Uh, so, where did that emotional maturity come from? That really is in that in that kind of song. Um, <laughs> it's weird. I've always been. I'm big on watching people and trying to understand, you know, why they make the decisions they do. Um, and I feel like that shows in my songwriting that, you know, like True Romance is written from the guy's perspective, mm -hmm. you know, which I didn't realize at the time, but that's kind of difficult to do is write from another perspective that isn't yours um, and make it to where it's relatable to other people. Um, but yeah, I don't, I've just always kind of, I've been told I'm mature for my age. Don't know if that's true or not, but I've been told that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I, it definitely was, and especially, you know, I, I saw two of my parents' best friends get engaged, and I was like, this is just a beautiful moment. Why shouldn't there be a song about it? So, so um, when you're uh, writing your songs now, I, I know you've been working with a band, The Midnight Fire, mm -hmm. um, and I, I think you have a new record that's going to come soon. Yes, we are hopefully going to get that out in January. Um, it's going to have three songs on it. Uh, we have... Basically, it's a mix of so the lead guitarist of this band and I. Um, I wrote a couple songs. He wrote some songs. We kind of put them together. Um, you know, so you can definitely tell the influences, uh, like my songwriting in there, and then his guitar playing. Uh, he's very influenced by Chili Peppers. So that is the biggest change from Fool's Gold, that album, to this next one coming out. Is that it's heavier guitar, more full band sound, um, which was really fun. It was really fun to write it, record it, and especially play it live. Right, so it's a, a little more uh, progressive Americana instead yes. of just straight yeah. up Americana. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely. Um, Less acoustic guitar, more electric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you should talk a little bit about Jackson, mm. uh, who's your lead guitar player on, on your new record, because yeah. um, he's a very talented young man, and I know he has some uh, good stuff going on. Yeah, he actually just moved out to California. Uh, he left us for the big city. And uh, he's out there at USC. He's doing a, a, a music business degree. And he's loving it out there. We talk a couple times a week. And 
you know, I'm telling them, like, oh, I just did this project at Vincent's, the guy just did this project at USC, and I'm like, ah, see, we did, like, the same thing, but your story's cooler, because you're in California and USC. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, but, no, he's definitely, he's loving it out there. Um, he keeps trying to get me to move out there, so I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. LA, the traffic. <laughs> so... <laughs> But yeah, no, well, he's doing good. The, growing up in New Pal, does that like um, uh, influence where you want to go and where you want to be? Does that make you want to branch out and like move out to Orlando or to LA or? Yeah. I mean, because a lot of people, uh, you know, they grow up in a small town, they go somewhere else, and then they end up back in the small town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I was just. I um I was very fortunate because I was able to graduate early from high school and travel around, and I spent a few weeks in just about every major city, like San Francisco, New York, Los Angeles, Nashville. Um, I remember that was the busking tour. It was the right? busking tour. I just I was a professional busker. I feel like and just played on street corners, and it was kind of one of those. I went there with however much money and whatever money I made, I got to do more stuff there. So I I remember playing in Monterey and just, it was so much fun. It was one of my first times out just playing on the street corner and everyone passing by and you know, tossing me a couple ch- dollars and so it was fun. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely fell in love with big cities. Um, New York is the end goal, like I love New York. Um, I was supposed to only be there for seven days. I ended up staying like 15 because I was busking in uh, Washington Park (laughs) and this guy came up to me and he was like, hi, so I'm this manager for um, this Indonesian artist. She's in the Smithsonian. She's really big. She wants to sing with a true New Yorker and uh, we're going to do like a little promotional video. Would you be willing to learn two of her songs, meet me back here like in two days around noon? And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so this is like where the hidden cameras come out or I'm like stolen and sold, like what's, what's yeah. happening? I'm like, this is not a thing. Well, I looked into him and he gave me his card and he was a real person, she was a real person. So I learned two of her songs, um, which were in, you know, a different language, which was pretty difficult. So we basically, uh, I met them back at the park and we did a little promo video that's online. And then I asked if I could open up for her at her show, which was happening in Brooklyn in like three days. So I opened up for her, played about a 45 minute set. And uh, yeah, so it was really cool. Played to a room full of like, just Indonesian people who like, it seemed like they enjoyed everything I was doing. And she was amazing. (laughs) She was like the best performer I'd seen. so you were uh, you passed off good as a true New Yorker, even though you're I did, yeah, I'd lie. New Palestine, a bit. Indiana, um, well, maybe. <laughs> definitely fibbed. I, uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, totally. Is, you think these I'm are from opposite here? ends of the cool. city spectrum, right here? Yeah. I mean, New Palestine population 503, yep. and <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> when I got a- asked directions when I was on the subway, I, it was the proudest moment I'd had in a long time. I was like, oh, you think I live here and know what I'm doing? <laughs> Not at all, but uh, I'm going to try and direct you. But see, you have big city rip- written all over you. That's yeah, the, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So, um, uh, the, you know, since uh, Jackson left, you're still uh, the Midnight Fire. Is that what's going to happen going forward? And you're going to just yeah, we a have guitar a- player? Yeah, we're auditioning people right now for uh, the guitarist spot. Uh, We have a few gigs booked out in a couple months. Um, I'm also singing with a band called Beauregard Busk. um, And they are located around Muncie area. So they are a blues rock band, which is really fun. But I I definitely am trying to get back to kind of this singer-songwriter thing of uh, just kind of writing 
being able to write an entire song, the drum part, the you know all the guitars, everything, because um, just that feeling of like you know you, you, you'd understand this. Where if you write everything in a song, like it's yours, like everything is your emotion, it's your everything. So definitely want to do some more Sydney Page acoustic stuff on top of that. But yeah, the Midnight Fire is still burning. We're still trucking along. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so it's it's fun. Burning the midnight fire. Burning the midnight fire. Um, so you know, I I, I know um, I know your mom and dad. Are they um, uh, uh, excited about where your music's going? Or they are. Yes, they. You know? I just did a gig yesterday with Beauregard Busk, and it was the first time they'd seen me play with that band, and they were loving it. We did like Zeppelin tunes. We did a couple Cream tunes. Um, that was right up their alley. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they're loving that, um, and they love anything where I get to kind of belt out and sing. And um, but yeah, so they're they're definitely they're great. They're the most supportive people, and uh, definitely wouldn't be where I am without them. So well, I know the uh, I you know I can feel that, and I think it's really cool. Um, I also know that your sister is very supportive, but mm -hmm. I have to mention this because it's the coolest thing on the internet. Yeah. Um, her sister Shelby does. Um, like facial makeup creature creation. Yeah, all the prosthetics. And if you yeah. find her Instagram, it's what is it? Spooky something? It's. I, I can't. We'll I, look it up. We'll put it we'll in. Look it up. There'll we'll be, put it in the show notes because yeah, show notes. it is crazy cool. Yeah. Like. <laughs> She's gotten. She. You know that she did that all through high school and then kind of quit doing it for a couple years and recently and past like six months she's just been doing it almost every night uh, have you been uh, makeup I have there? been makeup I've uh, makeup so what, what did you become I, I was like a werewolf type thing she had this like cool <laughs> nose prosthetic um, and yeah so we've done that one there's been a couple more uh, like beauty ones where it's more like a mural stuff but yeah you'll see my face pop up a little bit on her Instagram um, but she's doing a lot more of that she's actually working at a haunted house to, um, really trying to get her art stuff out there um so yeah you should definitely go check out her art stuff and yeah it's shelby armstrong yeah. and we'll we'll make sure that we get that in the notes yeah because I, I i swear i haven't seen anything that cool yeah. <laughs> it's like I, the, the first one came across my feed and i was like what yeah <laughs> she'll freak me out sometimes she'll send me pictures and she's like dude my eyeball is falling out and i was like what <laughs> go to a doctor don't tell me <laughs> It really looks like it. That's yeah, what's really yeah. crazy. So, um, but anyway, I appreciate you being on the show, and let's play some music. You definitely. want to? Oh yeah, definitely. All right, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. See you later. Alrighty, this first song I'm gonna do is called "Going Postal," and it's one I wrote about a year ago, and it's about a time in my life where I was, you know, making a bunch of decisions about where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do and people were like oh you're gonna do that and I was like yes I am so it's about my feelings on people being like I don't think that's a good idea but I'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> Smiling 
Cause I spent so damn long Trying to fit into the places I don't belong Not gonna take my mistakes to the grave People should find that I'm a freaking just a little insane Just a little insane Cause I'm going postal in your eyes Changing what I thought was wrong into its right Don't try to fix me, I'm not broken Bringing this charade to its end Cause I'm going postal in your eyes I can finally see the light Perfect used to be me Stuck in a box, never free I put a battle alarm You know I won't leave scars Always one to change Can't keep living this way The ample showers bring The weary flowers of May Cause I'm going postal in your eyes Changing what I thought was wrong into its right Don't try to fix me I'm not broken Bringing this charade to its end Cause I'm going postal in your eyes I can finally see the light Pass me with a smile Open friendly fire I can hear the sirens They're on their way Blue lights are flashing, they're coming right at me I've never felt freer in chains Freer in chains Cause I'm going postal in their eyes Changing what I thought was wrong into its right Don't try to fix me, I'm not broken Bringing this charade This next song is called Visions. It's uh, the first song that my band, The Midnight Fire, put out, and it's on YouTube right now. We did a little music video for it. Um, but yeah, so this is a little acoustic version of it.
This last song I'm going to do is called True Romance. Um, I wrote it when I think I was 14, and I wrote it after I saw my parents' friends uh, get uh, engaged. So I went into the car and I wrote this little song on my ukulele. And I've played it at a lot of weddings since then, so hopefully it's a good song, because if not, nobody told me.
Thank you. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2018, all rights reserved. Our producer for today's show was Joe Shelton. Our cameraman grip and stunt double was Brent Lee Smith. And also helping out on cameras, setup, and all sorts of other things, Bailey Shelton. Thank you for joining us, and join us next week on Sunday for Moonshine and Music. <laughs>